Hey friend, and welcome back to the Vision Driven Health Podcast, a show for Jesus-loving ladies who want to create healthy habits that last. If you find yourself getting to the bottom of that chip bag faster than you anticipated, if you end up halfway through eating a baked good before you even realize that you picked it up, if you find yourself consuming indulgent snacks late at night, night after night, this episode is for you. These are the biggest tips I personally used to transform my eating habits, and these are what I still follow in order to maintain the health that I have. And I hope that these tips are as helpful for you as they have been for me. Let's go ahead and get right into it. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience, 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. Are you curious what I walk my clients through in order to accomplish healthy weight loss? You're just like, okay, but what? exactly are the steps. Here's the super quick summary. First, I have them establish their foundation in Jesus. Then I teach them how to nourish their body and how to establish habits based on their schedule, their routines, all that they have going on that enable them to bring about healing. And then that leads them to experiencing natural weight loss. Too many people are trying to create a healthy lifestyle without setting up that essential foundation. And too many people aren't learning how to get in tune with what their body needs amidst their lifestyle and their culture. The healthy weight loss framework will show you exactly how to do this for yourself. And there are two things I'm particularly excited about with this course. Number one, I'm running it as a cohort. I cannot say enough about the power of community in transforming my clients' health over the years. So in launching this new course, I couldn't help but figure out a way to make that community component still a big factor. Number two, I'm pairing this course with the Hope and Health Through the Holidays mini course. I've led people through the holiday course for four years in a row, and this will be the fifth time bringing people through it. And it's been really cool to see people improve their health while still enjoying their favorite holiday foods. If you're done with the quick fixes, 
and you're ready to lose weight the healthy way during the holidays, sign up today at visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. And now here are five tips for ending cravings and mindless eating. I've had an interesting relationship with snacks and food over the years. I can remember being in college in certain classes where I would look so forward to the break so that I could get a snack. One class in particular was my undergrad philosophy class. It was a three-hour class once a week. Halfway through, we'd get let out for a 15-minute break. I'd rush to the Quickie Mart, as it was called, and get a bran muffin and a mango naked juice. I think it was called Mighty Mango Naked Juice. I truly thought I was getting a healthy snack. I always thought bran was healthy because, you know, it has fiber or something good like that. And I was so sure that the naked juice was healthy. It was 100% juice, it tasted pulpy, and it had only the fruit as its ingredients. It wasn't until years later, after I'd done my nutrition education, that I realized why the second half of that class was so difficult to stay awake for. I had bombarded myself with sugar and refined carbs. In the naked juice was 57 grams of sugar. Straight sugar. (laughs) Plus... The muffin was at least another 50 grams of carbs. That's over 100 grams of sugar that went pulsating through my body, sending my blood sugar through the roof. (laughs) And when blood sugar gets sent super high like that, insulin is produced to bring it back down, often too far down, leading to the infamous sugar crash. Thus, (laughs) the second half of my philosophy class was a snore. (laughs) This leads me to tip number one for how to stop cravings and mindless eating. The tip is consume low glycemic foods. Low glycemic means eating foods that don't spike your blood sugar like crazy. Typically, these are foods higher in protein, fat, and fiber. Think meat, Vegetables, nuts, seeds, eggs. There are some fruits that are also in this low glycemic category. Oftentimes, we have cravings that seem out of control because we are addicted to sugar and refined carbs. I always love when my clients will remark at how crazy it is that they don't even want the unhealthy foods that they used to eat because they've shifted their taste buds and their preferences through low glycemic eating. Low glycemic eating over time leads to that change in preference. And for me, shortly after that three-hour class was over, my philosophy class, I was already thinking of my next carb fix. I was programmed to crave it. In fact, during that time period in college, many nights, I would eat an entire bag of yogurt-covered raisins or yogurt-covered pretzels from the local market. I don't know, I was just really into yogurt-covered things. (laughs) And I'd also regularly experiment with super sweet recipes. One night, I had made bread pudding 
with carnation vanilla creamer as the milk. That's just, that's just next level. (laughs) It was extremely dense. And if I were to have that today, I would probably just think it's way too sweet, but I felt pretty proud of myself to come up with such a great idea at the time because I really did enjoy baking. And I tried to make things that I thought were healthy. I'm if I'm, if I remember correctly, I think that carnation creamer was like no sugar or no fat or something like that. So I thought it was like a healthier version. The problem was I didn't know what was healthy. And this is one of the big things I love to provide my clients and students is clarity on which foods actually nourish their bodies. Most of us, we have good intentions and We just don't realize that we're consuming foods that aren't having the effect we want it to have. In fact, oftentimes so many people are consuming foods they think are healthy and it's actually having the opposite effect. And so this leads me to tip number two, learn how to create healthy alternatives to your favorite foods. This is something that takes time, trial and error, but it's so, so worth it. Generally, you can find an alternative first by making it at home. To use this as an example, if you love to get pizza, which I know I do too, if you make it at home, it's going to be far healthier just because you were able to choose the ingredients. Even if it's still regular flour, it's not gluten-free, you're still using cheese, like there's literally no healthy alternatives that you're trying to create with it. You're just making it yourself. It's amazing and I guess kind of sad how many bad ingredients, I guess I'll say unhealthy ingredients that you're sparing yourself from by just making it yourself. If you do actually want to try to create an intentionally healthier version, you can maybe do some sourdough crust that breaks down the gluten more. Maybe you can find a gluten-free or a grain-free recipe if you really want to change up the, those kind of that dynamic with the refined flour or the refined carbs. You can also use organic or grass-fed cheese. You can do raw cheese to improve that element. You can use organic vegetables as the toppings, get some grass-fed or pasture-raised meat to throw on there. You can really heighten the nutritional value of pizza if you just make it yourself. Or you could kind of do a pizza-like dish that's still has that amazing pizza dynamic, but it's even more nourishing for you. Like I found this amazing spaghetti squash pizza castle recipe that I tweaked a little bit and it is bomb. It's so good. And you may want to find a version that, well, at the end of the day, what you're trying to do is find a version of your favorite food that has elements that make that food satisfying while still providing proper nourishment to your body and certainly trying to avoid putting in straight up inflammatory, toxic (laughs) foods and ingredients in your body. And I've found one of the easiest ways to find these kinds of recipes is to just add paleo or whole 30 or primal as additional adjectives to whatever you're looking up. So you'd look up, uh, again, to use the pizza as an example, you'd look up paleo pizza or grain-free pizza or Whole30 pizza ideas, and you'll end up with tons of options. Speaking of options, 
my third tip for you is to have lots of healthy options on hand. Even if one of the healthy meals you bought or made doesn't sound appealing in the moment, you'll have others to choose from. So we have, unfortunately, we all have access to unhealthy foods wherever we go. It's the quick, easy, convenient option that's just always there. What you want to do is figure out how to make healthy the convenient option. For example, just this past weekend, we're still in the middle of our move and we had to eat a quick dinner before taking a huge load of stuff to our new place. And we swung by the grocery store. I quickly purchased four pounds of grass-fed ground beef. We hurried home and within 20 minutes, I had cooked up the four pounds of beef and I did a head of broccoli. I just steamed it in a pot and that was a super quick, healthy meal. Then I think we used some mayo and some seasoning to kind of add to it. Uh, a little bit of fruit for some healthy carbs. And then the next day I had plenty of leftover ground beef. We had to rush again, unfortunately, <laughs> to make lunch, feed the boys, get them down for their nap, and then take another load over to the house. And in a situation like that, it'd be super easy to just think, oh, we're moving. Things are crazy. Let's just go through the drive through Let's just pick up something or let's have something ordered in. But I had made those four pounds of beef. We had plenty of leftover. I was able to get some other veggies, saute them in a pan while the beef was heating up. Voila, it was done within like 15 minutes max. And by cooking up the ground beef, like I said, I created that healthy option. And additionally, I always try to make sure to have other healthy options as well. I try to have organic uh, Greek yogurt. I also try to always have some pre-made meat in the freezer that doesn't take that long to defrost. Um, and you know, just a few other healthy options. So again, find your healthy favorites and your healthy alternatives and stock up so that you can have these multiple options. Tip number four is to eat mindfully. What does that mean? That means you're not snacking or eating while doing something else. The eating is intentional. You're not eating in front of the TV. You're not on your phone. You're not driving. Basically, you're just not doing something other than focusing on eating your food or obviously maybe engaging with the people that you're eating that meal with. And there's actually research that shows that how your food is processed in your body varies by what you're feeling and thinking about and what you're doing while you're eating. And oftentimes when we're in a mindless state, we're not chewing well, we're not digesting well. We might even, especially if maybe you're thinking about stressful things, or if you're just stress eating, it's actually going to cause that food to be more inflammatory than if you were in a restful, mindful state. And so you want to prep your meals and snacks in advance, and maybe even decide the night before what you're going to eat so that you're, you aren't left with decisions you don't want to make the next day. And so that you can be more intentional and you can set aside that time and have a healthier experience. Now, last but not least, in fact, this is the most important tip. Number five is to partner with God. I say this over and over again, and I will continue to do so <laughs> because you want to start by taking hold of God's grace and grace is not just what covers your sins or shortcomings. It's not just for when you do consume the whole bag of chips or when you do end up 
eating all the baked goods without even realizing it. Grace is also fuel for transformation. We must partner with God to be able to conquer anything in this life to we gosh, we so need him. And when it comes to long-term unhealthy habits, we really, really do need God's grace. And it's just so important to, to invite him into this process. And there's so many different ways to invite him and to partner with him. You can pray and ask for strength to make good choices. You can pray and ask that he helps to change and transform your taste buds and preferences. You can pray that he leads you to an awesome recipe that you and your whole family love. And you just think it's so easy and so tasty. Um, all of these things we can pray for and the possibilities of ways we can partner with him, acknowledge him, give gratitude to him, seek his heart, seek his perspective, allow his supernatural work to take place. All of these things, again, they're infinite. So to recap, my five tips to stop cravings and mindless eating. Number one, choose low glycemic foods. Number two, learn how to create healthy alternatives. Number three, have lots of healthy options on hand. You want to make healthy the convenient thing to do. Number four, eat mindfully. And number five, and most importantly, partner with God. If you are wanting that extra support on how to navigate cravings, particularly during the holidays, I highly recommend that you take advantage of my hope and health through the holidays mini course and that which you gain access to when you sign up for the November cohort of the healthy weight loss framework. You can access both of those at visiondrivenhealth.com forward slash course. Friend, I hope you found these helpful and I pray you find yourself in a place of surrender to God and growing in your healthy habits. I'll talk to you next time. Friend, I really appreciate you joining me today and listening to the Vision Driven Health podcast. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. If it did, would you be so kind as to take two minutes to leave me a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts? That would really mean a ton because the more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can find this podcast and be blessed and encouraged in creating their own Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. If you want to hang with me and other Jesus-loving ladies who are creating healthy habits that last, be sure to join my free Facebook group. You can use the link in the show notes to join. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.